Welcome to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. My name is Kayleen, and I'm here to help you live a healthier and a happier life. Let's make this life we have amazing together. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gorgeous Strength Podcast. My name is Kayleen. And my name is Heidi. And we're really happy to have you guys back. And we're so excited to share with you our new two-part podcast. Yeah, so uh, we won't go over the topic for today yet because we have to go into fun fact first. Okay. Um, But the topic that we have today, we're actually going to expand upon next week. So it's like a two-in-one. Yes, so make sure you tune in. Yeah. Do you have a fun fact? Yeah, so I'm going to do the fun fact today. And then next week you'll do the fun fact Um, my fun fact today, I don't know how much of a fun fact it is, but if you guys follow me on social media, you know how much I love my dog. So much. You love your dog. Like he's your, your baby, like a real baby. He works out with me. He used to go get my nails done with me. Like (laughs) he sleeps so close to me. He is my ride or die. He was probably lost when you were in California. He was. Oh, my. Yeah. I think he threw a little fit. But, okay, so the fun fact is when I met my husband, he had two dogs. And I did not grow up with dogs. We only had cats. And I've always been, like, terrified of dogs, specifically big dogs. Okay, well... Even Bella, your dog, or Bella, Bella Luna, even Luna, Luna, your dog, um, the first time I met her, just because her size, it scared me. So anyway, (laughs) when I met Craig, he had a puggle and a boxer mix. So Mm. the boxer mix was bigger Mm -hmm. and she was the sweetest dog ever as, you know, our relationship grew and I grew to know her, but I almost ended our relationship because he was a dog person. And at that age, like we started dating when I was in my late twenties and I was not looking to just hang out with people at that point, you know, it was going to be a waste of my time. So if I saw a future with him, I had to accept these dogs. And I'm so glad because my husband is absolutely amazing. And now I'm totally converted into a dog person. But you guys probably would never guess that if you watched my Instagram stories because I just come off as a dog lover. And you are. And you still have your cat. She's so old. She's so old and she's so sweet. Does she get enough love or do the dogs get it all now? Well, with the little one, Harley, our new dog, who is, what, three months old now? Um... I think Whiskey does not get enough love at this moment just because Harley needs so much attention Mm -hmm. and I, we obviously don't have kids, but it's a lot. It's like bringing in a kid to a family. (laughs) I mean, it's, she's probably up all night still and just needy, needing to go potty outside. Yeah, she's catching on, but okay. So that's my fun fact is that I'm now a dog person, but it almost... Did not allow Craig and I to get married. Hmm. Well, good thing it did. I know. Good thing. <laughs> so it kind of goes into today's topic because Absolutely. today's topic is getting out of your comfort zone. And that was totally my comfort zone. I just correlated the two. I didn't even you think did. about it before. <laughs> but my comfort zone when I met him was obviously, you know, it did not involve dogs. It was a cat only situation. Yeah. And if they didn't love your cat, then then too bad. So I had to get out of my comfort zone in order to grow that relationship. But 
I know that this was a topic that you were inspired to talk about today. Mm -hmm. So I would really like to hear from you, dive in first, and then I have so many things to add to this. Okay, well, comfort zones, I think we get really comfortable um, just in everyday activities. We get comfortable in our relationships. We get comfortable in our family settings, in our work settings. It's just easy to get comfortable because it's safe. And when I was 21 years old, I'll share, um, I was 21, I had a salon studio here in Wichita and I just felt like there was more. So I literally packed up my entire room because I was still living at my parents' house, saving up for I don't know what, but I packed everything up and I drove up to Kansas City and I found an apartment and I didn't have a job. I didn't have the apartment even lined up before I went. Um, but it was such a time just to grow myself and it was so scary being the first time out on my own, being in a new city, um, not having a job lined up. That was totally out of character for me and it was the best thing ever. I learned so much out on my own. I learned that, you know, I didn't necessarily want to do hair for the rest of my life and I started massage school and just really broke through just barriers that I had that mm-hmm. I had to stay home and be close to my family and so much was learned so sometimes just stepping out on your own or stepping into the unknown sets you up for so much success yeah and that's really why I wanted us to create the level up mastermind is because we I see it all the time and this goes back to the days that I owned my gym that we as humans find comfort in our daily actions and habits and once you create routines or habits it's really hard to transition even though you want to change like Mm -hmm. your gut is calling you to experience some sort of change and at the time when you you start to feel that calling you don't know what the change is but you know you need to start doing something. Mm-hmm. And so that's really why I wanted us to do the Level Up Mastermind because every single time in my life that I've stepped out of my comfort zone, I level up to the next version of me. So I just want you guys, if you're driving right now or if you're walking, well, I guess if you're driving, please don't do this, but close your <laughs> eyes for a moment and think of your life as a set of stairs and you're at the bottom of the stairs there are so many different levels that you can take your life and you don't even know what those are yet. Sometimes you just gotta take the leap of faith. And so I'm gonna give you another analogy. It was back when I owned my gym, um, the whole reason I wanted to start a gym is because I did not grow up healthy and active. And when I graduated college and I worked at a Fortune 500 company, I sat at a desk all day and I started putting on weight and my energy just wasn't there, but it was, I was starting to feel different in my body, like bad, but that's kind of how I always felt. Like I was kind of a couch potato growing up. I always carried extra pounds. I definitely was not out walking or running or anything. So my comfort zone at that time was food, um, chilling on the couch all the time, like not being active. And the way my body felt, it's so hard to explain, but like if you have aches and pains or, you know, your stomach just doesn't feel good or you feel lethargic, that felt normal to me. 
I didn't know that that feeling was not supposed to be normal. I And at that time, I was standing at the bottom of my stairs. And when I started making those changes, like slowly started exercising more and slowly started eating better and not knowing the steps that I needed to take to do it, but just like reading and hiring coaches and doing what I could, I started feeling better. Like I had energy in the morning without having to eat sugar and have coffee. You know, I I just, I felt lighter in my body. But before that, I never knew that you could feel what I was better. starting to feel. Yeah. yeah. So when I owned my gym, I did a lot of consultations with people that were wanting to become members. And I just saw it in them. Like I could see the potential future, but mm. they had no idea. And what crushed me is the people that didn't sign up because I knew that they were either going to digress from where they were or at least stay stagnant Mm -hmm. unless they ended up signing up for a program somewhere else. But, you know, that's why I hire coaches every single year and invest in myself because those people that I pour my money into and my trust into, they are two, three, four, ten levels above me and they allow me to expand my mind Mm -hmm. and step into that next level maybe i by working with them maybe i don't get to step up to their level yet well no because i'm not there no but by working with somebody or you know maybe it's even reading a book or listening to a podcast or doing your own research on fitness and nutrition it allows you to expand your mind to more than you've ever known Absolutely. I I can't agree with you more that sometimes you do have to just, you know, like dive into something not knowing how deep that pool is or how high that staircase goes because how do we know if we don't get started somewhere? Right. And it's scary. It's so scary. So Heidi kind of shared an example in her life when she stepped outside of her comfort zone And I'll share my biggest example. I've had many, but this has been the biggest one. So growing up, my mom said, Kayleen, the only way to be successful is to go to college and work for a company that has a good retirement plan and will give you a raise every single year or hopefully, and they'll take care of you. Um, So that's what I did. Like I, I looked up to my mom and I still do, but that was an older school way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So when I accomplished that, she was so proud of me. But then when I went through my transformation and I had such a passion and a gut calling, like it, that's, this is me standing at the bottom of the stairs, not knowing where the hell I'm going to go, but having this calling and this pull to do something more, I started training people online through fitness and nutrition. And like, that's all I could think about all day long. So I, I finally took the leap and said, you know what? Corporate world is not for me. Um, as much as I loved my job and what I did and I saw the growth potential there, I wanted to do something bigger for me. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody else could do, their bigger could be staying in that job. That Maybe that's the path for them. But for me, a bigger opportunity was going off and starting the gym. So when I did that, I had friends and, and my mom, like, 
my mom was the hardest one to hear it from. Probably just devastating. Oh, I, for my mom, it was devastating. She was like, Kayleen, you're going to fail because she didn't know anybody that had done that before. And I had no path, no A to B on how to start a business, where it was going to go, how to grow (laughs) it, all that stuff. Look at you now. I I still don't have (laughs) all the answers, but I do have experience from trial and error. And when she said, you're going to fail, and I had friends saying, like, you're crazy, I can't tell you how many times self-doubt, like, would hit me really, really hard mentally, but I still had that gut feeling, Kayleen, do this, do this, do this. And so I did it, and it was the scariest thing I, not one of the scariest things that I've ever done, totally stepped outside my comfort zone, but... I'll just say that had that not worked out for me, I always had something to fall back on. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what we all need to realize when we feel called to do something or at least try it is to do it. Like put one foot in front of the other and keep going. And if it doesn't work, you always have something to fall back on. Like nobody is ever going to let you fail completely and your life is just over, you know? Unless you just trash your own life, then that's all on you. Yeah. But but what I kept telling myself is in five years, would I look back and be proud of myself if I stayed in my comfort zone and stayed in the corporate world? Or if I say I started my business and I failed in five years, would I look back and be proud of myself for saying I at least tried? I think you always have to try. If you don't try, you don't know how far you can go. Um, And going back to me just moving, I kind of had the same like, well, my parents, they didn't do the whole college route. They were more vocational. My mom was a dental hygienist and my dad um, worked at Boeing back when Boeing was around and now it's spirit but that was they worked hard they did all that and that's all I knew so I didn't necessarily want to do the whole college thing I knew I wanted to do hair when I was still in high school so I did intern and I did all that and I made it to cosmetology school right after graduated in 10 months and I was out on my own ready to just help people and that's that's something that's always been my passion Um, I didn't always know how or why I was going to do that, but it's led me to working at Tossled and just catering to guests on a different level and also massaging. Um, I get to see, you know, people that do have those jobs that are nine to five or eight to five, whatever, at a desk. And I see how I'm able to help them from my place. Um, And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I wouldn't have stepped out. Yeah. And I think something, so I'm going to give you guys one more analogy before we wrap up today's episode, but I think another thing that holds us back from stepping outside of our comfort zone is the fear of what other people will think. Mm -hmm. And the analogy that I have for that is when I decided to go ahead and sell my, my gym that I put my heart and my soul into. And like, that was my baby. Mm -hmm. I felt like I birthed that thing. (laughs) Um, but I had contemplated that decision for a year. And I thankfully had really supported people in my life that were not telling me one way or the other. They were just helping me talk through the pros and the cons of it. But my ego was telling me, Kayleen, you cannot sell this because you have all these people relying on you. And what will people think of you? They're going to think you're a failure if you sell this. 
if you back out of this, you're a failure. And when I say that to you on this episode, (laughs) you're probably like, no, nobody's going to think that. How many people have started a business and sold it and nobody thinks that they're a failure? If anything, people cheer them on like, what's the next thing you're going to do? Exactly. What's the next level? Yeah. So, but I had that. I held on to, I'm going to let my staff down. I'm going to let down all the clients. Um, You know, I, I created something and now I'm just bailing on these people. So for a year, and I cannot tell you how heavy that was when I was dealing with, do I sell? Do I not sell? Because my gut was telling me to sell, but everything in me was like ego. Mm -hmm. And when you carry that baggage around, it's so freaking heavy and you can't see outside of that. And that's your comfort zone. And that was my comfort zone. I created something that I felt comfortable doing and I didn't quite know what was next for me. But now looking back, I'm so glad I did it. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I didn't let anybody down. If anything, the business is now thriving in a different mm-hmm. way without me. And now I'm able to go thrive and create something new and tossled, you know? Well, let's just talk about that for a minute. What? Um, you starting cosmetology school after having opened a salon and you'd been operating it as an owner uh, for a year before you decided to dive into doing hair yourself. And that was completely <laughs> stepping out of my comfort zone because the stories that I had then. So I guess this is something that as we wrap this up, you guys need to think about what stories are you telling yourself every day that are holding you back? Because I saw a need at Tossled mm-hmm. that I needed to go to cosmetology school in order for that business to continue to thrive or not continue, but thrive more than mm-hmm. it was. Like in order for us to, or for me to create that vision for Tossled that I so badly wanted for our team. I had to go to cosmetology school so that I could help the team on another level that I could never help them on before because I didn't understand the hair side. Mm -hmm. And the stories that I had were, number one, I'm too old for this. Are you ever too old for beauty? Well, going to school is a whole different thing. And number two, the other story I had was, my time freedom. Before that, when I operated the salon, I had a lot of time freedom. And at that time, my mom was going through a cancer scare and I lost her brother and her sister one week apart to cancer. And I was like, man, you're making the wrong decision because your family needs you more now than ever before. But I had already enrolled and I just did it. And I put every ounce of energy that I had into that. I put 100% focus on that. I went from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And guys, she's she was part-time going to cosmetology <laughs> school, going 12-hour days, and still owning a business. But I had an amazing team, you know, and you guys running the show. I couldn't have done it without you guys. But it goes back to what are the stories that are subconsciously, sometimes you're not aware of them, mm-hmm. going on in your mind that are keeping you playing small, making you stay in your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and not allowing you to level up. Yeah. Okay, one more thing, please, before we Kay. wrap this up. I think this is just the comfort zone, and I think a lot of people have been 
rethinking maybe their career path. Especially Um, since quarantine. Yes. I think so many people, just people that have been coming to me for massage. I know people that have been coming to you for hair. Um, We're seeing a lot more people that maybe they don't want to be in a Fortune 500 company or they don't want that desk job and they feel that there is more. Um, I encourage everybody to explore that because there's so much just good that you can give the world by, you know, following your passion. If you're sitting at a desk and you're not happy and it's not bringing you joy, that's going to affect you mentally and physically long term. Mm -hmm. And I see it with a lot of guests that I've had um, with massage and Reiki and just seeing them come in just completely depleted. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with their home life. It's everything to do with... But it trickles down to their home life. It does. It does trickle down. Um, But they're comfortable because maybe the pay is what they're after. You had a guest this morning and she quit her job and is going back to school to become a PA. And I think I think people's calling, if you feel in your gut that you're supposed to do something else, you need to explore that because there's so much good that you can give the world. And if you're not, not living your life in a joyous way and you're not happy, it's going to affect your, your health long term. Yeah. And you need to be doing what you love because we only get one life. And, and, and I'll tell you that you will feel, this is what I want you guys to think about. Two things. Number one is, do you feel like you're in flow? Do you feel like your life is ease, fun, in flow? Or do you feel like you are hitting your freaking head against a wall every single morning? Because I have felt both. And the Mm -hmm. times that I feel like I am pushing, 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 hitting my head against the wall and getting nowhere, that is the time that I need to step out of my comfort zone. So if you're feeling like that, I really encourage you to take some pen to paper Mm -hmm. and journal like what, what do you feel happy around? But what do you feel is weighing you down? And whatever those things that are weighing you down, what changes can you make? And just start writing. Maybe write about this every day for a month and you'll start to see what that next step is for you. Absolutely. And I think that if you guys have any questions or want any insight, um, that's what we're here for. And keep keep tuning in. Yep. We've got more and we can we can fill you up and we want you guys to fill us up and we're here for you. Yeah. yeah. So t- tune in next week. Uh, we are going to have a follow-up episode to this one. But in the meantime, make sure you journal about how you can step outside your comfort zone. And we are so grateful for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review or just share it on your social. We would be so grateful. So grateful. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Ta-ta.